Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality with your host, me, Aliyah Lovely. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some of the shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and new discoveries and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up about what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Hey guys, welcome to our third episode. Today I want to talk about what is awakening and what does it mean to be woke? (laughs) Um, in this day and age, we hear a lot of people talking about awakenings. What does it mean to be woke? Uh, I kind of don't like that term. It's kind of overused, but there is essentially that this idea that we're living in a simulation. If you want to use the, the matrix kind of, uh, terminology that we're living in this matrix of places where what we see in front of us, this world that we live is kind of this virtual experiment and um earth is kind of like a school and we're kind of here to remember who we are remember that we are all one and that we are all love and find ways to break down the barriers of divisiveness that would bring us together and ultimately that's what we're here to learn and so the term awakening comes from that essentially that theory that we're we're coming awake to the concepts of love and oneness and really remembering who we are. So with that, there are a lot of different theories and a lot of beliefs and philosophies about what does it mean to remember who you are? And for myself, what does it mean to remember who I am was me peeling back layers and layers and layers of unworthiness and um, dogmatic belief systems and paradigms that have been uh, given to me in this lifetime or things that I absorbed through other lifetimes or things that I absorbed through epigenetical trauma um, and my 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 ancestry um, I am Native American and West African with a sprinkle and salt of <laughs> some other things but primarily I come from lineages that have suffered a load of oppression and also being female so there are things and programs implementations that my being has suffered that have given me uh, essentially uh, a a mask to live behind or a lie of what my acceptance of life looks like. And so waking up is essentially being like, why the hell am I wearing this mask? I don't need to wear this mask. And I'd really like to be able to see the world through my own eyes and not what's been given to me or what's what's been told to me. So with that there can be I mean I remember when I first started it and I went on this like rabbit hole of like YouTube videos which you know it's (laughs) take it your discretion because there is so much out there and unfortunately if you're have just considered what you've felt like is an awakening the rabbit hole of YouTube is not the healthiest place to be because you're susceptible to a lot of I would say even crazy people out there Um, but you know what? Some people think I'm crazy. So let me take that back. But, um, it's, it was, it was this process of finding and digging for more information to figure out what the truth was. 
and how in, in, in that journey, like there's a process, there's timing, there's certain people that come into your life and synchronicities and things and stuff that was, I mean, it's not all handed over to you at once, but it's you, it's the realization of the journey towards self-actualization and saying, okay, I need to really figure out who I am and what these ideas are. So for myself, that process began maybe about 10 years ago, but really hit after I moved to New York. Um, you're going to hear a lot about New York in this podcast because there was a lot of things that happened to me there. I still live part of my life there, so I'm back and forth there a lot, but there was a lot of lessons in the very beginning of the development of me really shifting and changing not who I was, but ripping off the, the layers essentially. So anyway, um, discovering my gifts, I ran into, this was really, really synchronistic. Um, I ran into a girl who was, had a, had a partner or an ex, ex fiance, um, that she said, Oh my gosh, you guys really get along because I was telling her about some dreams that I have that come true and how it was really freaking me out. And that person, Dustin James, um, who is a practicing uh, medium clairvoyant, he also runs a podcast called Intuitive Behavior, shout out, um, who he kind of started, was my first friend that was in this weird, quote unquote, crazy world and who had experience with it prior to me. And that started giving me kind of like pointers, mentorship, if essentially. Um, and that was a really beautiful thing that kind of opened up the gateway of like, all right, I'm not alone here. And with that, then new people started coming into my life and all these synchronicities started to happen. And when I say synchronicities, I mean that, you know, the things that we consider coincidences are like, oh, that's like, that's too close to be to just be an accident. That seems to have happened on purpose. So stuff like that, crossing paths with people, certain names coming up, there'd be like, you know, the numbers, the angel numbers that pop up all the time. I didn't really start noticing those until after my awakening. But then starting to run to other people who were having the similar thing where they were, they would talk to you. And one of my friends told me he was sitting by himself and it was just this like moment where he started to recognize or feel like he knew knew the universe he knew all of a sudden he knew everything and nothing at the same time and it was just it's a very unexplainable feeling of like wow I really understand that this ain't it <laughs> so it's 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 the wake-up pill if you will um so then speaking with a lot loads of other people who have experienced things like that and starting to recognize and realize essentially you know what they're here for um if they're you know the the purpose that they feel like their their mission or what they're here to achieve on earth and it always kind of comes to the same thing that people are here to raise the vibration of the earth and what does that mean what does that even mean um vibration is i, I talked about it in the first episode but um a frequency that kind of essentially achieves <laughs> a certain level of vibes. I don't know. What's, there's, not, there's probably a better way to explain that, but you know, I'm distracted. Anyway, <laughs> so to raise the vibration of the earth so people can live easier, move easier through and heal a lot of the trauma and old paradigms and templates that we've been taught over the last hundred thousand, 75,000 years, who knows? So with that, you know, you're the, the waking up of things is like, okay, for instance, I'll tell you something crazy. Um, I think that I have alien ancestry. So how did we get here? You believe in evolution? That's awesome. So do I. Um, but 
with the missing gene with the monkey what happened i think something got tampered with by extraterrestrials and extraterrestrial doesn't have to mean little green martians that live on mars um it can mean anything that's interdimensional that was aiding with the uh evolution of our of our planet and so you know i know that like people like to say that's on the fringe but i'm like can we be so arrogant to think we are literally the only forms of consciousness on in the galaxy for real there's so many galaxies outside of our own universe and i just i think like if we how all happen to get here by accident then there's a lot of other accidents that are happening out there so like let's not be too cool okay anyway um so with that doing research into my uh native american ancestry doing research into what are star seeds what are um you know people who channel what are rainbow children what are what are, what are, what are, you know, my, um, interest in ghosts. <laughs> um, I don't even like to call them ghosts. I don't think they like to be called ghosts. I think that they like to be called spirits, but, uh, my being able to connect with that. So, so to give you an idea, um, when I get really quiet, it sounds like I'm listening to a radio station that's changing every two or three seconds. So I'm hearing bits and pieces of conversation or people talking. So I went and saw somebody about it because I thought either something's up with my ear. I don't have any mercury feelings that are <laughs> um, channeling the uh, you know radio station or anything. Um, and I saw uh, another medium about it and she was like, you're, you're hearing into the fourth dimension or fourth density. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That sounds so ridiculous. Um, but the, the ability to be able to hear into the, what is considered the beyond. And I thought, well, I wonder if other people can do this because I already know I had a sensitivity, sensitivity to it when I was a kid, but I wondered if other people were having similar experiences. So, um, I did find some other friends who were like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that type of community is so important when starting to foster your gifts, because we've been taught that our gifts are, are are crazy that there's no way you could know something before it happened that there's no way you could talk to your grandma who's on the other side if there's another side um there's a lot of disbelief in anything that we can't scientifically prove but science in and of itself is very new it's very new the scientific method is incredibly new on the grand scale of things i'm like it's maybe like 100 years old or, or a, a little bit older um so with that the way that you know when people where, you know, when an eclipse would happen and they thought the world was ending. It's like they just didn't have the science to catch up to what was happening to explain what that was. So their belief systems around it were were catered to what knowledge they had at the time. And so I believe it's the same with, with intuition, psychicness, mediums, whatever, ghosts, aliens, paranormal, is that our science just hasn't caught up to us yet. And there are, you know, our belief system is that this isn't real. And you know, I don't know, like I, if it wasn't happening to me, I probably wouldn't believe in it either. So that's kind of what an awakening is, is when you start to have essentially a wake up call of the things that are seemingly not available to you, but suddenly you know about. So anyway, the, with that process, I, I started, that's when I started a lot of my, my search, uh, my journey of like, okay, what does the truth look like then? And what does that mean to be someone who claims to have these gifts? And in my, in my practice with my energy coaching, even, um, there is, 
essentially so um there's something called the gene keys i haven't gotten super into it but it's a really cool um combination of the i ching i ching or um, with human design and so some of you guys have no idea what that is but um it is a really cool astrological um markup of your life on steroids and if you don't be believe in astrology that's fine I think it's funny how people are like, I don't believe in astrology, but planets and stars are, are real. And a lot of our belief systems that we have have absolutely no um, scientific truth to them. So sure. Um, anyway, so it's a really, really cool thing. It kind of maps out what your life's, are, what your life's work will be or whatever. Um, and mine had said that I was going to be a teacher, that I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a teacher. I'm someone that likes to, you know, um, spread knowledge to other people. And I was like, well, duh, like... I've always kind of been that person, but all right. Um, but the crazy part was, is that it said that the, the sound of my voice that I have the language of light and that the sound of my voice will help people, um, clear their energy or their frequency or be able to lift them up. And I was like, Oh, wild. Okay. I've had a lot of people comment on the sound of my voice. And perhaps this is why a few people have told me to do a podcast. I'm not sure. Um, but I've never even really liked the sound of my voice. And I used to be a singer and I had throat nodules um, when I was around 18 or 19. And so my singing career effectively ended and I have now have the voice that I have. But <laughs> so anyway, whatever. It, the frequency of the voice um, is supposed to allow people to heal and change. And I thought so I started doing more research around that as a gift set for myself and seeing like, okay, how, what is, what does that mean? What is the frequency of sound? So I started looking into, um, I've always been a musical person, but I started looking into, um, the singing bowls and how those frequencies, um, I'm going to mess them up. I think one of them is 528 and 727, sorry, uh, 472, 728, something like that. Um, all these different Hertz frequencies that are helpful in healing DNA, helpful with relaxation, helpful with clearing certain chakras and things like that. And I thought, oh, wow, okay, well, hmm. when you go to like, for, for instance, people who have, if you know about ASMR, um, there's a lot of kinky stuff on YouTube with ACM, ASMR, but, um, one of a good one is ASMR zeitgeist, how particular sounds will, will cause tingles in your scalp and along your neck and your, your, your shoulders and cause a relaxation response to the autonomic nervous system. And, how healing sound can be. And so I was like, Ooh, I should start to do meditations and be one of those ASMR people, but it sounds too sexy. I can't do it. <laughs> so anyway, just, just discover that. And it's like, who knew that the sound of someone's voice, the ease of listening to someone would, would foster healing or an open up of perspectives or ideas. And if, especially if you're a teacher, that your voice is kind of important. So Anyway, that being a very particular uh, kind of information that I stumbled upon in my awakening. And so it, it, it's just a different modality of things, something to discover of like what you could use in order to further your purpose or mission in helping other people elevate. Um, so awakening for others may look very different. And so part of the process is, is you start looking at the way that your life is and all the truths that you accepted prior and you start questioning them you start going oh, I don't know if I think about that like I don't know what I think about that thing or and that's usually how it starts it's just kind of like 
I don't know about that anymore. You know, things that you accepted as true and ways of life that you used to live that were probably even central to who you are as a human being no longer resonating with you and suddenly you deciding that that's there's something more so that's the beginning part of the process and I I know that like probably on social media awakenings get a lot of like good press like oh wow you went through awakening and that's really wonderful and um but awakening is feels like shit (laughs) Because it is essentially ripping away the fundamental foundation and templates of the way you used to think and then having to rediscover who it is that you are. And that is an incredibly painful process. For myself, I think my paradigms, for instance, were ones that did not serve me. So I had to awaken from the idea that I was unlovable and that I was unworthy and that my body was problematic and that I, you know, I was, I was someone that could never break through the ceiling. And this, this is the story that I was telling myself and the narrative that I absorbed either epigenetically or directly, but these were my truths. I looked at that as the, this is the truth because this was my experience And so because that was my experience, it was the only way I got to see the world. And if we really think about it, all of our truths are bias because it's it's the way we see the world and the way we see the world perspective wise is wholly individual to us. So with that, I had these truths that I was like, well, you know, you don't, you don't know my life. You don't know this and this. And people would argue with me about some of these truths. And I was like, but this is all I've ever experienced. I've all I've ever experienced is men treating me this way. All I've ever experienced is that money is not available to me. All I've ever experienced is that, you know, um, fill in the blank. <laughs> and I had to wake up from those concepts of that just doesn't serve me anymore. And that's just not the truth. It is my experience, but I don't want to continue to manifest those things. I don't want to continue to live my life this way. Wait a minute. This doesn't fit anymore. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to think this way. And even though I've had these experiences that have largely formed the way that I think, can't I change that? And and that was where the seed started. It was like, oh, wait, I don't have to accept this as truth anymore. How can I change that? What does it look like to be worthy? What does it look like? to be accepted? What does it like look like to be lovable? And regardless of what programming was given to me, um, you know, via society or whatever, I, I had to overcome that. I had to overcome that lie. And so that was the beginning of that process of becoming woke, of saying, all right, I'm not going to absorb this because society profits off my own self-hate. And the codependent relationships I was in also profited off of that. I benefited from that. And so when I finally decided to give that up, oh man, the people who benefited from it were not happy. And there was a lot of resistance and there was a lot of, oh, Aaliyah's doing this side eye out the blue, like an owl, just turning the head all the way around. And, and I, I had to overcome that. I had to be like, all right, I'm not going to, that's not the way I want to live anymore. And it's a hard decision to make. Because once you see differently, it's kind of like if you had never used your eyes before. And if you'd never used your eyes before and you suddenly opened them and you saw color 
and you saw buildings and you saw faces and smiles, like, would you close your eyes again? You can't. You absolutely can't. So it was that that moment of going, wait a minute, I don't have to accept this as truth anymore, that I'm I'm this or I have to believe this or have to be this way. There there are other ways to do this. Oh, shit. You know, and that that I mean, it, it was just like a, after, that, after that, it was like a goddamn dam had broken open. I've heard some friends explain it that way, too, that, you know, once <laughs> once you quote unquote awaken that everything seems different, everything looks different. And it's really hard because you have to then abandon the things that don't serve you anymore that you've probably used or have leaned on for most of your life. How, how do you operate again once your foundation has essentially been ripped from you? It is a painful fucking process, y'all. So I think for, for myself now, um, I continue to have awakenings. There's the continuing to have those layers being pulled back. And I know a lot, I know a few people who oh, the awakening has caused them to go into depression. So this is, this is not something to, you know, to play with, if you will. There is deep, deep, deep searching, self-searching that happens when you start to remove the veil, when you start remembering who you are, why you're here, your purpose. And I don't say this lightly. I mean that like before we got here and we were sitting in the ether with God or the divine or a creator, we kind of made a plan. We said, all right, we have these 40,000 choices here. Essentially, this is our version of free will. <laughs> we, we make all the choices first and then we decide which choices we're going to take. But we got down here and we have this chance, this very, very unique opportunity every time we come here to make that decision of are we going to sit down and, and go to the depth of our soul and remember who we are. And that's so hard to do, especially in a society that tells you they already know who you are and this is who you're supposed to be. And you should, you should dress like this. You should operate like this. You should be in this type of relationship. You should do this religion. You should eat this food. And there's a lot of judgment that comes towards you if you don't do it this way, because you're, then you won't be normal. And what, what does it mean to be normal either? Like, I, I hate being normal. (laughs) Like, I hate the expectation that normalness or normality, what is that, um, brings in our life. It is not it's not a fun place to be when you feel like you have to conform. And so that's what I think awakening is. Awakening is, is a big part of you discovering that you don't, you don't have to conform that you, you can actually live your life on the fringe (laughs) on a different path. As you start to discover who you are, what are your passions? What are your gifts? What are your, you know, what is your connection to source? What is your connection to others? And in that, in that process, it's been, when you look back, it's like, wow, like I've changed so much and I've changed for the better. And now everything that I went through that, all the suffering, all the pain, all the whatever now, now it has purpose because I can help others get through, get through their awareness, get through their awakening. And unfortunately, because our society, we are so adverse to pain because pain hurts. It's like, duh, like nobody's like, I really want to feel pain unless you're a masochist, but most of us don't there. We under, we vastly undermine how beautiful pain is for us because it is the catalyst for growth. 
And without it, without the suffering, without the pain, we never fully could get the chance to absorb or awaken into our full potential. And yeah, it sucks. Like there's some really shitty stuff that's happened in my life. And I know that you guys listening have, it. I'm sure some of you have encountered rape or um, a child, a loss of a child or, you know, a, a loss of a parent or abuse or a divorce or, you know, any of those things. And they, and they, and they fucking suck. They absolutely suck. But I know some of you who've gotten through some of those things, you're completely different people. You're completely different people. I had something happen to me um, a few months ago that awakened an anger inside of me I have not felt in probably maybe 10 years. I have not been that angry. I, I rarely get angry. I'm a very <laughs> zen doubt kind of person. But I was just just baffled at the way that this person treated me and and the way he essentially screwed me over and I I had not been so angry in so long that it felt detrimental to my body that I was I was mad I'm a love and light and zen kind of person so like to get angry like rage like was so unusual for me and so foreign to me and I thought oh my god I don't want to feel this I don't want to feel this I don't want to feel how how mad I am because I don't I don't want to burn down all of this progress that I've made and you know it was it was essentially suffering I felt that it was so deeply maddening that it burned down any paradigms that I had inside of myself that were willing to keep to an old template given the situation it was about a dating situation thing but it it burned it all down all of it and in this really fantastic and beautiful way was the catalyst for me to be able to start again and find a new perspective that was better for me better serving me it woke me up and I thought oh wow what a beautiful gift now that t- that took I mean it's taken years to get to that type of perspective when shitty shit happens you know I've been divorced and had some other stuff going on that were like really really hard stuff that happened in my life but to get to that perspective I had a week of just like I was so angry and grouchy and mad and men are trash and this and that and I, I knew that wasn't a healthy perspective to have but suppressing that in order to keep myself from suffering would have vastly, like I said, undermined the, the catalyst for growth that it was. One of my friends, Mandy, always talks about feeling your feelings. And I love that because no feeling is bad. And me feeling anger in that moment, like like rage-like anger <laughs> that I've never really experienced, ended up burning, burning down old paradigms that then gave me the gift of a new perspective. And it woke me up. So I had a new awakening and a new perspective of like, oh, wow, I can really have peace around the situation of this really bad thing that happened to me because I I no longer am able to stick to the old ways I looked at it. The anger served me in that moment. And I'm not just saying this so you can be like, okay, go around and like, fuck you and be mad or whatever. But when, when you're feeling certain feelings, that suffering that we're talking about it's, it's for a reason. It's a catalyst for our growth and it's so important and we often try to suppress it and circumvent it and move it and don't talk about it and, oh, you know, you should be over this by now, that kind of thing, instead of really grieving the loss that we're feeling 
and awakening it will be that it will absolutely be that there will be loss because you are losing an old perspective you are losing an old mindset you are losing old paradigms and templates and it is calling you to move forward so the awakening will be painful but it is so beautiful and rewarding when you get to the other side and go wow I'm not even the same person I'm not even the same person I I have grown eons <laughs> if you can measure it that way um, so I'm so I'm super thankful I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I can take that perspective now and that I'm able to reassess perspective after something like that happens and so if you're going through something like that just know just know that the suffering and the pain serves a purpose um, you know sometimes we go through unnecessary suffering but is our of our own induction um, when situations happening to me instead of me focusing on what's happening right now I'm looking at what I think should be happening or what's supposed to be happening which also I'm trying to get rid of that language like supposed to and should are just you're just asking for suffering with those words because it's like I should have been able to do blah 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 and looking back to what you thought should have been happening rather than what's happening right now so one of my favorite phrases has been okay this is what we're doing now it's a reassessment of perspective so when things are going really crappy or like you're late for work, okay, this is what we're doing now. We're sitting in traffic. <sighs> okay, this is what we're doing now. So it, it reassesses that, per, that, I guess, the duality of you looking at what you should be doing versus what's happening right now. And that's where that self-induced suffering is coming from where, um, oh, I really like this guy and he doesn't like me back. And then, okay, well, this is what we're doing now. We're not with this guy. Like, stop thinking about what it would be like to be with this guy. Don't fantasize about this wedding that you think you're going to have. And if he just this, he just nothing. Like, if he doesn't like you now, he's not going to like you later. So we un will induce this stress or this extra suffering upon ourselves because we will not let go of an idea. And sometimes, you know, the death of an idea is more tragic than the death of the the circumstance itself because we've attached ourselves to an outcome and so and that's what we call that's what causes more suffering so anyway um that is my snippet on what awakening looks like um if you do like I said before have any questions or anything like that feel free to hit me up email me hit my site um if you want energy coaching around that I can help with that too but um awakening is a very it's such a cool thing to go through if you know what it is when it's happening so I would love to bring more awareness around that and and how how we can make the most of that awakening when it does happen to us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Interested in becoming a client for energy coaching? Find me at www thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.